Let's go talk with Dan Hibbler. He is a sergeant with the Norton Shores Police Department. Want to get his thoughts on what went down last night on the campus of Michigan State University and also with law enforcement agencies all across Michigan and how they prepare for active shooters, how school resource officers are on the front line at schools and also just in public where things can go down in a hurry like they did last night. And he's Lansing. Dan is standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Appreciate you taking time out today. Yes, greetings. Thank you for having me on. And what's uh, not ironic, uh, but you and your wife are both MSU grads, so this has hit close to home to a lot of people all across this state. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I was probably about six months old for the first MSU football game that I attended, and uh, I met my wife there, my parents met there, and you know, I hope my kids someday get to have some good memories there, too. So certainly it's close home. So when this goes down around 8.30 p.m. last night and you start uh, seeing the coverage on TV or talking, you know, with your family, all connected uh, to Michigan State, what are you thinking first as a law enforcement uh, officer when this begins? You know, uh, something that is, is easily overlooked on these, is just how immensely complex uh, and how quickly they can spiral out of control if not managed properly. So uh, my first thoughts were I was extremely impressed with the the supervisors and the officers and the dispatchers that were managing that radio traffic and the flow of information. Uh, It was certainly a a huge deal, um, and I think they... Uh, by all accounts so far, seem to have handled it quite well. Now, were you listening? Uh, I don't know if there's online, if there's a backdoor scanner where law enforcement can listen in on other uh, law enforcement tactics and what's going on in real time. Uh, were you tuned into the scanner last night? Yep. Yeah, myself, like many others, um, both professional officers and um, just curious people. Um, it, a lot of people do tune in on police scanners um, on stuff like this and um, one nice thing about here in Michigan is we do have 800 megahertz radios where we can actually sync up and uh, work together, and that's one of the things that would have been happening last night that enabled all those jurisdictions to work together. And so the one um, thing that responded. right, and Dan Hibbler is a sergeant with the Northern Shores Police Department joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So the one thing that stuck out to you that you mentioned in your opening uh, commentary was how organized it was uh, from the get go last night. Uh, on that campus, right? Yep, yep. Uh, and how MSU uh, police and East Lansing and Lansing and other jurisdictions worked together, uh, Michigan State Police as well. Um, this is something that uh, requires a lot of resources, especially when you consider a, a campus as spread out as MSU um, and all the officers and firefighters and even medics that you need to help respond to something like this. So what about training uh, for law enforcement agencies all across Michigan? I know we're partners with uh, the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, and they have the leadership summit we were at last week. And things like this, unfortunately, have to be a topic of conversation. You have to be prepared because, like I said, uh, you never know when it's going to hit the fan. So how much training with, like, the Northern Shores Police Department, because you have schools and you have public places, obviously, there on the west side of the state. Uh, How much training is done inside the Norton Shores Police Department or in conjunction with other law enforcement agencies when it comes to an active shooting situation or a potential active shooting situation? Uh, You know, this is something that officers start training on, um, you know, as early as the police academy and 
uh, here at Norton Shores and many other agencies we train on regularly uh, to deal with. Um, the training is, you know, the nice thing is that we have some great leadership um, in the MACP and how they coordinate things. Um, and a lot of how officers respond, uh, it is the same for me here in Norton Shores Police Department as it would be for an officer from Flint or maybe an officer up in Marquette. And the magical thing that that provides is that we can all work together uh, without even knowing who we are um, and make sure that we're going through these situations well. Um, these situations require us to train not just to, as an individual how to you know, directly work to work through this situation, uh, but how to coordinate with each other, how to coordinate with other agencies, how to coordinate with firefighters and medical professionals so that we can, we can treat those that need it. And we saw that work in unison last night. Uh, unfortunately, it takes a situation uh, like we watched, but uh, when everyone comes together, that training where you hope you never have to respond, but they were uh, on the same page last night from the minute they got the call. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, we like to break it down. There's three phases for something like last night. Uh, first, we work to stop the killing. That means we're looking for that shooter, that assailant, and we're trying to stop that. Next, we're trying to stop the dying, so that means we're trying to provide medical care to people. And then lastly, it's stop the crying. You know, we're trying to reunite these people who had to go through a horrific situation and get them back with their loved ones and in a safe place. So um, it, it truly does take a lot of coordination. And that, you know, from what I watched with the nonstop TV coverage, that's exactly the order last night. Uh, they went in. Uh, they were attempting to stop the shooter. They were clearing buildings. Uh, they were attending uh, to those uh, in need, including the three killed and the five uh, wounded. And then they set up a pavilion area where parents could reunite and family and friends could reunite uh, with those on campus. It's just it's the work of law enforcement that the training that people uh, unfortunately only see, uh, like I said, when it hits the fan like it did last night at Michigan State. Now, from Michigan State Police, who were heroic last night, and uh, their captain, uh, their their squads, their deputy chief was fantastic on the microphone. Their chief had everything uh, organized for the Michigan State Campus Police. Uh, but the training, so whether you're a student at Michigan State or in Norton Shores and Mona Shores or the Muskegon School Districts, whatever districts uh, you guys work together with, how much training is done in schools or on campuses to prepare for an active shooter? Yeah, uh, great question. Um, one thing that we do in Muskegon County is we have something called a Muskegon County Safe Schools Initiative, and that's a, that's a multi-jurisdictional task force, which I have the pleasure of being on. And we go in and we actually train every teacher, administrator, staff member, anybody that's working in the buildings on how to be aware of, uh, look for signs, and how to respond um, to an active shooter situation. A lot of times we do that uh, in front of a whole school at a time, um, and we're teaching them various things that they need to be on the lookout for, but how to protect themselves, protect their students, because um, that's quite the burden on these staff members' shoulders. Um, and then also even we, we do touch on medical care nowadays because a lot of these types of injuries, uh, if we can get tourniquets, chest seals, and direct pressure on these, we can, we can sustain people and get them to the immediate uh, hospital care that they need. Uh, how, how often is that training, Dan? Is it uh, you know once a semester, once a year, twice a year? Again, I don't have any clue on yeah. 
uh, how often you train with that Muskegon County task force, but how often are you in those schools or with those educators helping them? Uh, so our, our goal is at a minimum to be into every school uh, once a year on this, but there are certainly uh, we'll stop in for uh, professional development time and do Q&A sessions with the teachers. If we find new resources, we make sure we are pushing them out regularly. Um, we're always trying to keep this on the forefront of their minds, and it really integrates well with the state's mandated three lockdown drills per year that schools are required to hold. Um, that's something that local law enforcement and schools are best to partner up with and work on together. Um, to make sure that just like how police from all over the state can respond to an emergency the same way, we want to make sure the teachers and the principals are responding in a unified manner as well. Yeah, three times a year with the lockdown drills. And, you know, it kind of irritates me to say the least. I'd use another word, but we're a family show that our children have to prepare for this. But by preparing, uh, you're saving lives, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, That is the goal of this. Um, We are fortunate enough that You know, with school resource officers in place, um, we like to take that fight away from instead of playing defense on our own five-yard line. um, That's that human element um, that I'd I'd love to talk more about, about how we can try to prevent and um, mitigate these disasters from occurring. Well, and the school resource officers, you know, I see every day when I'm dropping my kids off at school, you know, Kent County Sheriff's resource officer right there at the front, his vehicle's parked just to the right of the entrance. He's standing there. Uh, that's a deterrent in my mind. I don't know how a police officer isn't at every entrance to a school. You know, most kids now go through one. They don't, you know, buses go through one. The kids go through the other. Uh, it's a deterrent. It really is. Uh, if you know that resource officer is there and now they're trained to look at things and how kids are dressed, you know, wait a minute, it's warm. Why is this kid wearing a long jacket? They'll stop him. You know, some parents get irate, but, you know, it's erring on the side of caution, which I totally agree with. I know they've increased uh, the resource officers. I think that happened uh, after Oxford and the incident down uh, in Uvalde in Texas. And uh, we need more, you know, no matter what you want to say, no matter where you stand politically and even at times financially as a school district, as a city uh, here in this state. We cannot have enough protection for our children on elementary, middle school, high school, and college campuses. We can't. We can't have enough protection. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. You know, the funding is one component of it. And if I can make a recruitment plug, we need men and women who are willing to be coaches and mentors and put on this uniform and go work in the schools to help keep our kids safe. There's so much more than a security officer standing there. Um, they're actively engaging with these kids. They can have a pulse on how the building operates, um, they can see things coming just through their training and experience and um, all that goes into becoming a professional police officer. Um, and just they can truly have a great impact being there and being able to consult with the schools and keeping safety on the forefront of everybody's mind. You know, as we do all the training, I was thinking about this coming in, and Dan Hibbler is a sergeant with the Northern Shores Police Department on Michigan's West Coast, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. We're kind of getting his perspective as a law enforcement officer and highly trained uh, about uh, the situation last night. Not all the specifics, but uh, the situation that unfolded on the campus in East Lansing at Michigan State University. You know, mental health training, too. Uh, like, I again, people can have their political opinions. It's like saying somebody who's stupid enough to get behind the wheel of a truck or a car drunk can kill somebody. Uh, the car wasn't driving itself. And the same thing with weapons, that the mental health side of this, beginning with our children, 
uh, and in, into adulthood. Uh, we need to deal with that more uh, as cities, as counties, as states, and as a country. Yes. Uh, you know, unfortunately, there's no quick fix to this answer. It's a, it's a systematic issue uh, that's not just a problem for law enforcement, but for our hospital systems. Uh, and it, it requires a serious investment. Um, a lot of issues are arising nowadays because of the mental health issues. If we look at even teenage girls nowadays, they might have had a depression rate of, say, 10% uh, a handful of years ago. And with the onset of social media um, and all the things that are going on in the world nowadays, we're seeing studies saying that depression, anxiety are you know peaking 25%. Uh, it's, it's a serious issue for our students, and we need to help support them and keep them safe. Yeah, pandemic. Uh, 24-month cycle uh, didn't help that age group when they were all 6th, 7th graders. Trust me, as a father, and I think my kids are just getting out of that. I really, from a mental perspective of the gregarious, laughing, joking kids they were prior to the pandemic, I feel like they're just coming out of it, Dan. I really do. Yeah, um, you are, you're spot on with that. Um, I have the you know the pleasure of working with school districts from not just my jurisdiction, but from all over West Michigan, and it, everybody's seen the same thing. Um, these kids are having a hard time adjusting and getting back to what used to be normal, and um, it's it's certainly throwing a wrench in a lot of things. Uh, Dan Hibbler is a graduate along with his wife, and it extends to his family connected to Michigan State, so their hearts are heavy with what uh, happened last night. But Sergeant Dan Hibbler is serving and protecting the people of Norton Shores, uh, in the Muskegon area, on Michigan's West Coast and beyond, and letting us in on the training and everything that goes down, and our kids and our teachers and our coaches and everybody preparing for an active shooter situation. I, I was thinking about Michigan State. I believe they're going to put uh, swipe cards on doors. You're not going to get into any building uh, unless you have a swipe card. It may be how they operate. I'm just saying from a distance. Uh, days are coming when there's going to be metal detectors at every school sporting event. Uh, unfortunately, I, I wish it could be this beautiful, perfect Nirvana world, but uh, those days are coming. I know it's happening in some areas, but I think it's going to be everywhere. You just can't take a chance. Yeah, you know, it's it's truly sad. Um, my, my memories of Michigan State as a student um, were just filled with positive things and not a care in the world. It was about learning and having fun and uh, making great connections. And unfortunately, kids nowadays have to grow up with safety as one of those big concerns that just never can go away, unfortunately. Right. Yeah, so. elementary schools, you go back to Sandy Hook, you, you look close to home, you know, we're Oxford. And, man, I'm watching the TV coverage last night, Dan, and I see a Michigan State student with an Oxford Strong T-shirt standing in a parking lot where they had to run out of a cafeteria because – uh, they were hearing gunshots, and I'm, and I'm like, and what, what this guy maybe is twenty. I'm guessing nineteen, right? I'm just I'm doing it from watching on TV. And like I said, though, the mental health side of this, uh, the guns aren't pulling the trigger. I never forget that. And I, everyone has a right to your political beliefs. I'm not telling you what uh, to think or do, but the mental health side of this. Uh, needs to be addressed and the deterrent you know uh, you're michigan state are you going to look at putting an officer at each door of your building uh i know you got a you know eight square miles and, and you fund it through will will you pay an extra 250 a semester for school for your kids if you know it's going to fund 50 more officers on campus right yeah 
Yeah, there's uh, certainly a lot of tough decisions to be made. Um, it's always a balance of, right, we want it to be a welcoming and open uh, environment, just like churches and other, you know, K-12 through schools and businesses. Um, but how do we balance that open and welcoming and vitamin, inviting uh, environment with the, the real safety needs that we are presented with today? I wish we lived in a world where we could trust our neighbors, strangers, uh, but you mentioned churches, malls, schools, uh, sporting events. I mean, we can go down the list here of these active uh, shooting situations, and we'll just keep moving together. I will say the way we unite here in Michigan across America, whenever there is a tragedy, we don't see color, we don't see politics. Uh, we all feel from the heart like we did last night. Uh, for everything and and today and moving forward for those uh, connected to the Michigan State uh, shootings. Uh, Dan Hibbler, Sergeant Norton Shores Police Department, you can hear it in his voice. Uh, He cares like most law enforcement, if not all law enforcement, uh, do across Michigan. Uh, My best to you, the Norton Shores uh, crew, and we'll talk uh, down the road about your school initiatives and what you're doing to uh, help bridge uh, high schools and elementary schools and middle schools with law enforcement. Sounds great, and thank you so much for having me on, and thank you for the support that you're giving our profession. Oh, you don't have to. uh, Law enforcement never needs to thank me. Uh, It's been with me my nearly 32 years of doing the show, and like I said last night to buddies, you know, I was checking in on people I knew that had kids. I gave Izzo a text, and Michael Carey his media relations. Just you never know where everybody was on campus, and um, like I told Izzo, I said, you know what, law enforcement is running in. When the kids are running out, that's all you need to know. Thank yep. you, Dan. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, Dan Hibbler, Sergeant Norton Shores Police Department. So good stuff taking you inside how they prepare and train. And what they did last night did save lives. And they got a tip when the photo was released and they went uh, to take down the um, shooter. And uh, I guess, according to reports, he took his own life. Thank you to the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police in Michigan uh, because they are the leaders who are preparing when it hits the fan.